Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Red Sox Precap Podcast, uh, basically where we, you know, review uh, the last series and, uh, you know, just preview the upcoming series. Um, yeah, so my name is Shelley Verstreet. Uh, as you know that I, I, I usually appear on this podcast, but yeah, I'm going solo this week. Keaton is off on a nice vacay, a well-deserved vacation. So bravo, Keaton. Um, And honestly, I'm really glad that he uh, took this weekend off because this made this podcast so much easier for me because, uh, yeah, I have to, like, you know, review this Oriole series. And, uh, yeah, it was a a nice sweep for us. A little... uh, yeah, it was, it was just really great. Um, you know, Chris Sale returns. You know, we, we swept the, the Orioles. We've, the offense is, like, really kicking. The the starting pitching is just, like, really looking good. So I'm glad that Keaton decided to take uh, this week off over, um, I think, uh, our good friend uh, Jake Devereaux. He had to, like review like when we got swept by the race so i i feel totally blessed to have to do this podcast on the weekend uh but yeah 
So we're going to re, uh, you know, review the the last three games um, against the Baltimore Orioles, and then you know, kind of get you uh, revved up and started for this this Yankee series at uh, at Yankee Stadium. Um. All right. Uh, so in the first game, we had we had Nick Pavetta going against uh, Spencer Watkins. Um, Pavetta, I mean, he, he really had himself a really good, a great start, honestly. Um, and I mean, this is kind of what you expect when you face an offense like Baltimore, but it was still really, really good to see, especially with how the, just honestly, all of the starters, um, have just really struggled. Um, Pavetta went, uh, about six innings, had eight punch outs, two walks, three hits, only one earned run. I mean, that's that's not bad. I mean, that's that's what you expect and want to see um, when you're facing, sadly, someone uh, at the at the bottom of the ALEs in Baltimore. Um, and as usual, I mean, when Nick Pavetta has it going on, it's it's really on the back of his knuckle curve, and he really really u- utilized that in this start. Um, he threw thirty. 30 knuckle curves, and he had a 43 CSW percentage, and uh, CSW is called strikes plus whiffs, and he had a 43%, like, just an average, like, an average pitch, like, you really just want to see something above 30, so knowing that he got, like, a 43, he had seven of his whiffs came off that looper. Like, that is what you want to see. Like, when Nick Pavetta, ha- like I said, when Nick Pavetta has it going on, it's on, it's, it's because of that curve. And he had that thing going. And he just, he just really looked great. I mean, yeah, do I want to see him go a little bit further along in the game than six innings? Yeah, sure. But again, this is Nick Pavetta. I mean, we're not expecting seven, eight innings of elite stuff from this guy. So if you get six innings, just oh, it was great. It was a great, great start. Like I, I, I really am trying not to find any type of fault in this start. He looked extremely great. Um, and then Garrett Richards. Garrett Richards followed him. Um, he, this, this was like the first game that he came out of the pen. Like he was, you know, he's been demoted, <laughs> demoted to the pen. Um, but he went three innings in this one. Um, I'm kind of interested to see how the Red Sox use him, like, going forward. Are they expecting him to, like, piggyback guys, uh, like Pavetta and Hauk? Who knows? Um, but it was still, it was still a a really good three innings from Richards. Um, he picked up four Ks, um, four hits, no walks, no earned runs. Picked up his, you know, a, a save. Um, yeah, so he, he, he looked okay. He looked okay. Like, as you might know that I'm not the, I'm not the biggest Garrett Richards fan. I haven't been even at the signing. Sorry, Keaton. Um, but yeah, it just, it was just, it was really good to see him, you know, just get some run, just get a, maybe a little bit of confidence. Um, and maybe he can, you know, be effective facing tougher lineups um, than Baltimore. So, you know, 
Here's hoping, here's hoping that uh, Garrett Richards turns into a good, good reliever for us. Um, and then just taking a look at the offense in this first game. Uh, in a strange turn of events, the bottom of the lineup stole the show. Like, this is, like, really weird because, like, most of the season, the bottom of the lineup has just been just, like, a black hole. But not in this game. Winfro, Ploiecki, Duran... All had two hits. Dahlbeck had three hits. And all four of those hitters accounted for six of the eight RBIs on the night. Um, this is just great to see. Again, I, I'm, I, I should probably caveat just like everything that I'm saying is, yeah, it's against Baltimore, whatever. But still, like the bottom of the lineup that has, like I said, has been, an, has been a black hole. Totally just went gangbusters in this game and the top of the lineup struggled like this is like really great to see like i i just loved it um just seeing how especially like guys like uh, duran and dahlbeck uh just like really get it going it 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 just really makes me happy and honestly i really want to see plowecki a little bit more um i know that he's not as good uh defensively as vasquez um, but, oh, whenever Pulawecki is in, like, it just seems like he does things. I really hope that we see him more. Um, but yeah, he had a good game. And, uh, Kyle Schwarber made his, uh, Red Sox debut in this first game. Um, he went 0 for 2, um, but he did walk twice. Um, so that was cool. It was really cool to, you know, finally see him in a, in a Red Sox uniform because, you know, we, we traded for him at the training deadline and he was still injured. So it was, like, really, really good to see him. Um, but uh, the Red Sox uh, won this. In the second game, Chris Sale returned. Exactly. Chris Sale returned. He made his first start since, what, August of 2019. Oh, I was just so excited. So excited for this start. Um, and he totally, he, oh, jeez, man, oh, man. He, he looks so good. Again, he only went five innings. Again, I don't care that he went five innings. Just seeing him on the mound just made me so freaking excited. I, I just, Yes, let's go. We're going to take the ALEs. Come on, let's go. So he went five innings, got eight strikeouts, no walks, six hits, two earned runs. Uh, I'm totally fine with that. Like he he looked like the vintage like like Chris Sale. Like he just on the mound. You know he had the the fastball going. He had the slider, just, just that slider, just to get like. Just get a nice little strike out there. Loved it. Um, those two earned runs, um, they were back-to-back home runs um, from Austin Hayes and Trey Mancini in the third inning. Um, at, at that point, I was starting to be like, uh-oh, uh-oh, what's going on? What's going on? But he, you know, Chris Sale, knowing the king that he is, you know, he calmed back down and went on two more innings and totally got out of it. Um, and it was just two home runs. It was it was really just like a really poorly placed uh, change up to Hayes and a really just bad fastball to Mancini. It was just a they were two two mistake pitches 
that got just, you know, yanked out the park. I, I'm okay with that. Um, just seeing how well he's done in the minor leagues and just seeing the start. I, Chris Sale is back, you guys. Let's go. Come on. This is, this is awesome. Um, and it was kind of interesting that um, he used his four seam uh, most of the time, which is kind of like a little, a little different. Um, than what he was doing uh, prior to his Tommy John. Um, he got 10 um, of his 16 uh, whiffs um, off that four seam. And Alex Spear of the Boston Globe, um, he kind of reported uh, Sunday about it. Um, you know, because he, he was asking about it because, uh, you know, Baseball Savant had it as a two seam, but then changed it to a four seam. So he was asking about it because he is an amazing reporter and you should follow him. For sure, I'm pretty sure that you already do on Twitter. Um, but he he reported that Chris Sale started using his forcing more because during his rehab, he felt that he had better command of the forcing down in this just just better command of that pitch than his than his sinker. Um, so that's just. Oh, that's just like so it makes me it makes me really happy to hear and see that Chris Sale is like, oh, this even though I haven't I don't really use this pitch too often, uh, maybe I should because I feel I have a better grip. I have a better feel for this pitch. So oh, I am so glad <laughs> as you probably can hear, I am so glad that Chris Sale is back. Oh gosh, it's been so long. Um but after Sale left, we had Zora Mora, uh, Hansel Robles, Austin Davis, and then Martin Perez uh, kind of followed with those. Uh, they each had an inning. Um, they only gave up two hits, um, which is pretty good. So bravo. Bravo, you guys. Um, that was really good to see. Um, and the, uh, <laughs> the lineup. Um, they really had a field day at the expense of Baltimore's pitchers, and I am so sorry for any Baltimore fans out there, oh, this game honestly was not fun to watch. Um, every starter in the lineup had at least one hit. And uh, new papa, Alex Verdugo, went four for five. Uh, uh, Devers racked up four ribeyes. And then, you know, Bobby Dahlbeck had a massive 445-foot bomb with an exit velocity of 109 uh, miles per hour. Um, there's really not much to say about the offense because they just did what they should do, which is hit. Um, so yeah, I mean, we, we took the second game, um, um, on Saturday, 16 to two. Um, and then we go into Sunday where we have, um, Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, versus, um, Keegan Aiken, uh, for the Orioles. And, uh, this game, escalated uh, pretty quickly um as uh our lineup put up three runs in the first inning um you know there was a single from from bogey um devers walked and then there was a 107 mile per hour blast from jd martinez which is really great to see because uh, yeah he's jd hasn't really looked like jd recently so just seeing this just like this massive home run um, from JD in this, this first inning was just, it was so great. Um, Kyle Schwarber 
Um, he missed Saturday's game because they were kind of like easing him back in because, you know, he didn't get a lot of rehab games in the minor leagues. So this was his second game uh, for the Red Sox, and he got his first hit in, in the sixth inning. Um, it was a double in the sixth, and then he followed it up with another double in the seventh. Um, if we could get, like, honestly, if we could get, like, more clankers off the green monster, you know, from Schwarber, oh, it's just going to, like, lengthen this lineup even more, and it's that is what we need. I mean, obviously, at the trading deadline, I wanted pitching, but apparently we go for hitting, whatever. But if we could just get even more insurance, especially from a guy like Schwarber, who was like going gangbusters um, for the Nationals before he got hurt, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. It was just, it was really great to see, um, to see him get two doubles. However, he has only been DHing, uh, which is interesting. Because uh, where does J.D. Martinez play, you know? Because you don't really want, in my opinion, you don't really want J.D. really, you know, playing the outfield too much. And then also on Sunday, Travis Shaw, Mayor Ding Dong City, you know? He's coming back to Boston. He's coming back to Boston. You know, they picked him up off waivers um, from the Milwaukee Brewers. But... Where does Travis Shaw play? Where does Schwarber play? Where does JD Martinez play? Like, I, there's gotta. I I don't. I I'm really interested to see about how this is this jigsaw puzzle is gonna come together because I really, I I I really honestly I don't know. But seeing Schwarber hit, you know, get a couple couple hits there, I'm so like uh, so excited to see it. Um, and Erod, Erod started the game and he looked pretty good. Um, it wasn't like a super dominant start that we had seen, like this, his, you know, his last couple of starts where he just really wasn't walking anybody and limiting hits and getting a lot of strikeouts. Um, he went six innings, uh, picked up six punch outs, uh, three walks, three hits, uh, no earnings. So it was okay. Um, but after that sixth inning, uh, he was in the dugout, and, you know, Alex Cora came up to him and said, yeah, you know, we're taking you out. And he was, like, visibly upset. And I get it. I really get it. I, I, I love to see any time a, a starter who is having a pretty good game get taken out, just like, just like, ah, no, I really want to stay in there. So I, I, I get it from Erod's standpoint. But then I also, um, from Cora's standpoint, um, I, I understand it as well because in that sixth inning, you know, he gave up a couple walks. He didn't look like super crisp and knowing that you're up about two to, th- I, I think it was two runs, two or three runs against Baltimore. Take, take him out before he has like a blow up, um, outing that could just like really hurt his confidence. So I get it from Cora's standpoint, but I love to see that passion, um, you know, from from Rodriguez. He's like, I just want to stay in. Um, but yeah, he he looked okay. Um, and then Adam Ottavino came in, and uh, this is the first time that he has pitched in about a week, 
and man oh man he did not look good oh my goodness um i i don't know why he's been out for a week um but i can kind of understand why like just watching the game today like he was yanking like so many of his four seamers like they were I mean, I really feel bad for Vasquez, who was, who was catching him, because he all he had to just do so many just, oh, it was he was just it was like he did not look good whatsoever. And um, right before he came out, he gave up like this extremely long foul ball. I mean, it was visibly foul. It was initially called a home run, but after the the umpires kind of came together. They realized, oh yeah, it was actually a foul ball. It was, it was unbelievable. I can't even believe that that was actually called a home run. Like it was just, uh, it was obviously a foul. Anyway, gave a long foul ball, and then hit. Uh, he hung a, a four seamer. He was trying to go high up with that, but like really hit Severino, and it was just, it just kind of went downhill from there. Um, he walked uh, Miguel Franco, um, and then oh my goodness, I I he got hit by a hundred and five mile per hour batted ball off his um, off his left shoulder from Jorge Morteo. Like it just like immediately came back and just like smashed his well, excuse me, his left shoulder. Um, and then that ball like went all the way into the in, into right field. Like I, 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 I don't know how he didn't cuss, how he didn't cry, how he didn't grimace, nothing. Um, but obviously he came out of the game um, at that point, and it was reported after the game that he only had a shoulder contusion, um, which is good. Like I was afraid that it might have hit like his collarbone, and it might have like you know uh, fractured his collarbone because oh, uh, because that's where it looked like it hit, but. Only, it's only a shoulder bruise, but oh, I do not want to be him in the morning. It's going to be sore as hell. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's going to be a while probably before we see him because, man, ouch. Um, but after Adovino left, Garrett Whitlock uh, came in and uh, got the Red Sox out of the jam because... Adovino, honestly, it was like, it was bases loaded at that point. He just, he did not have it even before getting hit by the pitch. So Garrett Whitluck comes in, bases loaded, one out. And of course, because Garrett Whitluck is Garrett Whitluck, he gets out of the jam. Um, And then he, you know, he had also had a clean eighth inning. He struck out three batters, gave up no hits. Garrett Whitluck for AL, rookie of the year. I'm telling you, this guy is money. And it was reported this weekend that Cora is willing to go to Whitlock in back-to-back games. Let's go. I'm so excited. Garrett Whitlock, AL, Rookie of the Year. I'm starting the hashtag now. <laughs> I am just, oh man, this guy has been money. Um, and then Matt Barnes uh, came in in the ninth. Um, he gave up two hits. But he picked up the save, which is good. Uh, this was a really good outing for Barnes. Um, as we all know, he's just really been on the struggle bus. He has said that he has basically just been awful 
and he took a couple days to just kind of get himself right. So he gave up two hits, picked up the save. Maybe this will bring up the confidence in him and we can get back to the Matt Barnes that we saw earlier um, in the season. So we're going to, my MVP of the series, I'm sorry, <laughs> it's going to be Garrett Ridlock. Uh, there wasn't really a lot of like MP, MP, MVP candidates uh, for this series because a lot of the games were blowout. But how Garrett Ridlock just like stepped up in this game where it kind of could have gone haywire. But no, Garrett Ridlock's like, yeah, no, Baltimore, you're not going to score any runs here. You're not going to do it. So Garrett Whitlock, uh, the MVP um, of the series. Uh, and with that, the Red Sox uh, sweep Baltimore, which is uh, sweep Baltimore and Fenway. I mean, it's, it's really great to just get those brooms out and just kind of dust off some things. Um, but after this commercial break, we are going to uh, preview the upcoming series against the New York Yankees. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. Um, so just taking a look at the series, just just on face. Uh, the Sox um, have won 69 games. Nice. And I've lost 51, and the Yankees are 64 and 52 as I'm recording right now. Um, this is going to be a really interesting series because the Yankees are starting to get some of their players back. Um, uh, some of their pitchers who had sadly had tested positive for COVID. But we are not going to see Garrett Cole, which is pretty good. Um, and also the Red Sox are also kind of like maybe riding some momentum from this Baltimore series. So this is going to be a really interesting matchup at, at Yankee Stadium. Um, and and the, the first matchup we have Eovaldi. It's going to be a double hitter for this first game. It's going to, So I think it's going to be Eovaldi versus Jordan Montgomery who will be making his first start after coming off the COVID IL. Um, and then we got Tanner Houck. Yes, he's in the rotation. Uh, so we got Tanner Houck versus Luis Heel. Um, a, 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 another, so we got kind of like a prospect, prospect, kind of young guy, young guy thing in this second game, hopefully, uh, which should be pretty interesting. Um, and then in the final game, we got Nick Pavetta versus Andrew Heaney. 
you know what, guys? I, I feel I feel really really great about this 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 upcoming series, and I don't know. I need to go just I need to go knock on wood right now. But Iavati has just been like lethal against the Yankees this year, and just knowing this is the double hitter, I can see it like a complete game from Nathan Iavati. Um, I, I just, yeah, just, just pencil it in. Evaldi's just going to go gangbusters here. And then Tanner Houck versus, versus Luis Hill. That, like I said, that's going to be extremely fun. I, I'm hoping that Houck can keep it together, um, for, you know, maybe four or five innings and then just like get it to the bullpen and we'll be okay. But he always is is pretty interesting too. So I think our I think our offense um, has a little bit to do in this second game. So hopefully we can uh, hopefully we can take two. But if we we split that double hitter, I'm I'm totally cool with that. Um, and then the final game, we got Nick Pavetta uh, just off a really really great outing against uh, against Baltimore, going up against Andrew Haney, who. Oh, has not looked good uh, for the Yankees after being traded at the at the deadline um, from the Angels. Like he just gives up so many home runs, and um, yeah, I'm kind of thinking that that's probably gonna stick around for this game, especially with how well our offense has looked and how sadly how bad Andrew Haney has looked. So. Uh, just taking just taking a look at all three games. I think we take two out of three, because taking a double hitter is is kind of hard to do. Um, so yeah, I think we take two out of three. Um, and my MVP of the series is going to be Kyle Schwarber. Um, Kyle Schwarber with that sweet short short porch in Yankee Stadium. He already got two doubles in this first game here. I mean, in this uh, last game. Um, against Baltimore, so yeah, I think Koshwarber is just going to have is going to have fun um, in Yankee Stadium. So uh, I just want to you know thanks for listening. Um, we have some other great pods on the Over the Monster Network. Uh, Matt and Brian are um, they record during the middle of the week. They have they uh, they come at you with the Over the Monster pod. Jake and Keaton, when he's not on vacay. Um, I think Bob is filling in uh, for me tomorrow, uh, for Keaton tomorrow um, on the RIT. They have a RID seat, you know, safe for you there. And the, uh, you know, like I said, the amazing Bob Osgood. Um, and uh, me uh, talk about uh, all Red Sox uh, prospects, minor leagues, all these other kind of things um, on the Red Sox on deck pod, which, you know, comes at you later in the week. Um, so if you could rate and review us, um, that'd be great. Um, but if you want to get at me to, you know, on Twitter to talk anything Red Sox, you can find me at Shelly V underscore 643. And uh, let's go beat some Yankees. Come on, let's go. Chris Sale is back. Let's go.